0: So when
1: it comes climate change, the first thing that people may ask is for evidence of climate change. And if you look, there is scientific evidence that climate change is a real thing. According to NASA's website, climate.nasa.gov, it shows that the levels of carbon dioxide have been above a line that was never crossed before. And using satellites and other pieces of evidence like people and scientists can see that the global temperatures are rising, the ocean is being warmed, their ice sheets are shrinking, and there is decreased snow, and all that like leads to
2: climate change. I agree with Sarah when she mentioned that a lot of times people ask for proof, because I know, um, usually I feel like climate change is something that's overlooked, because it's not something that has an instant impact it's kind of a long-term thing where you start to notice the impact it has on our environment so i think because of that a lot of times people you know it's considered underrated in a sense you know people worry more about other things affecting um our world aside from that so it doesn't get taken care of as quickly as it should be
3: uh yeah i actually agree with elizabeth a lot i was just looking at it and um since COVID and everything, uh, a bunch of new problems with, like, economy and, like, obviously, COVID itself have arised. And global warming has just turned into something that's been overlooked a lot. And um, this um, sorry article just says um, global warming can become irreversible by around the time 2027 comes by. And I'm thinking that 2020 and 2021 have been very important years for climate change just because of COVID. A lot of people have been staying inside quarantining. So the, it's gone down a lot, but it's just still something we should pay attention to avidly rather than just, you know, overlooking it.
1: I feel like the COVID time was like a time of what you can say relief because like you could see like in LA, like the smog was down a while, but like now like things are getting a little better. And with some lockdown orders like restricted, people are starting to go out more. So that could have been like, helpful a little but like now people are going back to their old ways
0: i think that mainly applies to um like air pollution and because i'm thinking like the climate change includes the long-term effects that have come from human activity like um uh, an entire century of pollution and increasing the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere so yeah the quarantine has helped a bit and I think it it is definitely helped in opening people's eyes up to the real issue that the climate crisis is but I just wish people would take more initiative to help reverse I guess you could say the long-term effects that have come over the last 100 years because the things we've done
3: uh, yeah, I agree, and just the biggest um, factor of, that's been making climate change worse has been just a lot of greenhouse gases and gases and chemicals just released by us as humans. So I think that's just something that we should change, and I've personally tried working on this myself for a little bit, but you know, it's hard sometimes, but I've been trying.
2: Right, and tying in like um, COVID with, um, you know, the whole global thing and Um, climate change, I found a really interesting article that I wasn't aware of, but um, apparently some researchers um, found evidence that climate change was one of the reasons for COVID starting in the first place with, I know a lot of people we know it's kind of originated with bats and someone eating one, um, but apparently the reason for the bats getting like this disease was because changes in certain vegetation, So that's how they acquired coronavirus. So I thought it was interesting because I had no idea. Global change was so, was very much tied in with COVID and this whole thing.
1: I think that's really cool. Like a really good thing you brought up because I didn't know that either. And like having climate change and like global warming cause something so big now like shows the importance of fixing it. And like other- Other ways that people can like try to like do their part is by using like renewable energy and investing in like energy efficient appliances and like reducing the water waste and food waste. And these seem like easy tasks, but like when it comes to the people, sometimes they like don't put it into priority. So if everyone tried to do their part, then maybe we could see some change.
2: Right, like Sarah said, like little things like buying a different type of appliance, like. Even something as little as that is changing what you own in your house and what you use could cause a big change if a lot of people did it. But I think a lot of times people feel in order to cause change, they need to make some type of big change to their lives. And that's where people don't kind of come through with it or feel, um, you know, they don't have the time or the money to make a big impact or change with climate change. Even
0: going as far as to say, recycle, like, your your plastic bottles. I mean, even and even that's contributing to helping the situation. So, completely agree.
3: And there's like seven billion people on the earth. So if you're per- a person who thinks, oh, I'm just one person, this isn't going to change a lot, I think it's just when you take in like the fact that there's so many people, and if everyone does it just a little bit, that'll that'll help so much because there's just so many people, and the little contributions will mean everything.
1: Also, when it comes to, like, climate change, I feel like educating people on, like, the importance and how big of an issue it is, is also very important. Uh, I think that's kind of
4: a problem, too, because a lot of people still don't, like, believe in climate change. And they think that it's like, a natural thing that's going to go away, even though, like, it obviously has its impacts already. And, like, we can already see, like, what it's doing to our world. But... Some people still, like, refuse even though there's, like, evidence right in front of them.
3: A lot of people use the excuse, seasons still happen and it's still cold in winter. And I just find that so funny because there's so much evidence over time with graphs and everything that shows that, yes, it has gotten hotter and air pollution, all of that has just gotten worse over time.
0: Wasn't it, like, 80 degrees in, like, December? because I was just like um, it's like 80 degrees and I'm like all of December like it's supposed to be super cold right now what's going on and then um, I don't know where what region you guys live in but where I live uh, over the summer it was 117 degrees one day and I was just completely shocked and that was like a record for California and it was also like in the hundreds for like two weeks straight. And I was like, when is this heat wave going to end? I mean, it's it's not only like the heat increasing little by little, we're finally feeling the effects right now. So I, I think it's even more urgent now that people wake up and realize the severity of the situation.
2: I agree with Kelly, especially where you mentioned it's been hot during winter um i went to the snow a few weeks ago and i got there expecting it to be so cold i got so many sweaters and i ended up wearing just a jacket and a, a shirt because i was just getting so hot even though you know i was sledding and doing a bunch of stuff in the snow i could really feel the difference from the year before and i was you know shocked like that what is going on here like why is it why am i getting so hot you know and i was like at some point you start feeling the effects yourself instead of hearing it from others and you realize just how big the impact is on us and you don't realize it until it happens to you.
1: And like someone said, like people are like, it's like they see these impacts, but then they're also like, oh, it was cold the other day. So that doesn't mean that there's climate change. So like having them like realize that climate change is a real thing is also something that we should work on And order can put it.
3: And just while we're talking about this, I feel like we should just be talking about some of the long-term effects that will happen if we don't stop it. Um, Things like sea level rise because of the melting glaciers, Um, heat waves all over the world will happen, flooding, and just habitats, wildlife will all like decrease in like stability. And this will affect us because yeah, like the food chain, of course the like places we live all of that
4: yeah especially like last year we had a lot of fires especially where we live and like not not even only here like in Australia and other countries we had so many like natural disasters
0: I think there was like a record amount of hurricanes in Florida and like the east coast of the US as well like
1: all of these like natural events like they're becoming stronger because of climate change and they're in a way like kind of destroying the earth and if we still want a place to like live in the next few years and for future generations to have then we should like start working on fixing it and along with that um i'm not sure if anyone mentioned it but also sea levels is because the ice caps melt so that like harms the animals who use the ice caps because like their homes are getting warmer and the sea levels also will affect like us like california is like a state near the coast that's like if sea level like increases drastically then it can cover parts of like the earth that are supposed to be land and have people living on that
2: i agree and i know there's like a common phrase that's like there's no backup planet and it's true because there's no second home we could go to. I mean, as of right now, there isn't. And I know a lot of people, their views are probably like, you know, we have so much time to prepare. We have so much time to fix the errors in climate change. But I think at some point, the effects of it are going to speed up. And that's where we're going to realize, you know, we had all this time to cause change and try and fix it. And, you know, at some point, we're going to have run out of time. And, you know, we have no backup plan. So it really is important how much um we try and fix this and even the smallest thing recycling recycling could just help even the slightest bit
0: when you mentioned that elizabeth i immediately think of um how people are like like you said how people are uh looking to other planets as a solution and i mean it's amazing like i love astronomy and cosmology all of like i'm so excited that we get to discover new planets new worlds and like just reach out beyond ours but why would we go and move to one and view it as our savior when this was has been our home for thousands of years and we've treated it so horribly so what are we going to do to that one just
2: have a repeat of history I agree, like, oh, sorry. um, like going to a new planet right now for climate change would be, you know, going for like the wrong reason, just, you know, going to explore would be one thing and then going just because of the sake of our survival is kind of like, you know, if it gets to that point, then it gets to that point, but right now we can still do so much to prevent having to go to another planet because we've destroyed the one we were practically handed to so.
3: it's like sad that we have to even think about that like just thinking about it from like our point of view it's like we ruined a whole planet and if we then going to a new one we're gonna ruin that one too and that's just like so weird to think about it that way so yeah i just wanted to express some ways we can get people to like help stop the change i mean like recycling um there's some places if you trade in bottles you'll get like money back Um, Like solar panels, that's like a good way of getting electricity. Uh, Like stop using as much water as you do. Just simple stuff like that I wanted to mention.
0: And like walking short distances, I think it also helps with the amount of car pollution because uh, some people, uh, I don't want to be rude, but they take their cars everywhere. And I I think it's just unnecessary when you're like, like a mile away from the supermarket like you could just bike there and save do a little bit to save the amount of pollution or
2: uh to reduce your carbon footprint right and with the car thing i think at some point um everyone kind of got comfortable with the luxury life of having a car and all these advancements in our daily lives that you know that just as comfortable as it is and as easy as it makes our lives it also adds on to all this pollution going in the air, which benefits climate change and all of that. So I think at this point, causing change is going to be harder because the whole world has gotten used and adapted to this new comfort in life.
3: And yeah, and even if you can't walk, if it's like a long distance, if you can, maybe just invest in like an electric car, there's something that's something people can do to help if you need to like commute long distances.
1: So last year in my eighth grade science class, what our teacher had us do is like go on this website and we put in like information about our house, like how big it was, like what energy we used, how many times we used to eat like a certain amount of food, like how many times, like how many miles a week we thought we used our car. And then after that, that website gave us like our carbon footprint and also like how many Earths we would take they would need for us to, like live like the lifestyle we were going and for me it gave me I need like three and a half earths in order to continue this and that shows like a lot about how much energy and I was using and what I was doing and it's like so I think the average for a person was like four to five earths it said so that shows that like people use a lot of things that harm the earth. So people can start using websites like that to see where exactly they are when it comes to their carbon footprint and then they can move on from then from there and see what else they can do to improve how they're living to help the earth. I agree
4: on. Um, I did. Yeah, know. I
1: remember oh, doing Oh, sorry. Look Okay.
4: Um I remember doing that project for science too and I think I got like almost 4 and even at that time, we were like carpooling but like it really showed how many, like how, how much like energy that we use and like unnecessary things that we do. Like, we, like I have like a mall outlet like right next to me. Yeah. Instead of just like walking, we choose to drive. So like we definitely like waste
2: a lot and we pollute a lot of the air. I agree and then putting into perspective like each person's amount of earths that they would take up and you like multiply that by the hundreds and thousands of people on this one planet you think you know you really put into perspective how much of an effect we have on this planet with just our simple day-to-day tasks like driving and all that uh yeah I totally agree with
3: Elizabeth and me like a vegetarian who tries to conserve my energy and matter use I still got like over two earths just so weird to believe, cause there's, I know there's people who use more, like, stuff than me, and just the fact that I can take up just single-handedly, if I was like a population, would take
0: up more, more than one world. It's just so weird to think about. I feel like even times uh, when we go to the beach to have fun, I think the least we can do is uh, pick up a little bit of trash when you go. Just like do your part everybody because I mean it's easy to talk about it but it's not as easy as implementing the actual strategies that we brainstorm and I mean I try to recycle uh, every piece of plastic that I can like I wash them like let's say I have a cheese it back I uh, put some soap in it rinse it let it dry and then I recycle it I mean I I try to do what I can But even I can do more, and I think that it's just—it's up to every single person. Please don't think that, oh, one person is not going to make a difference because that's exactly what it is. One person is going to make a difference because if one person starts, then it's another and another and another. And I think Mahatma Gandhi said this, it only takes one person to change the world, so.
1: Yeah, some people call it a climate crisis, and that's, like, a perfect way to describe it because it's indeed a crisis. And I feel like a good way for people to, like, do things like recycle would be, like, make, like, in a fun way like for recycling water bottles with so me and my family does it's like me and my siblings we gather all the old plastic water bottles put them in bags and then we take it to the recycling center and in return you get money and with that money we usually get some food that we want to eat like in and out or pizza and that makes it like a good way and encourages us to recycle and like with water bottles too you can like create crafts such as bird feeders and like make it a fun way so that you're helping the earth and doing
2: something that makes you feel I agree and then we'll like the arts and crafts part that Sarah mentioned like the bird feeders, the water bottles um, I think if we implement those fun crafts with little kids at a young age then we're um, raising the chances of people doing their part to um, cause a positive change in climate change you know as they get older then it's already you know in their mind like to do whatever they can whether it's pick up trash or you know do little things like recycling. That's funny
0: because that's actually what my parents taught me when I was young. I used to make, um, I I used to get a paper clip and uh, a water bottle. And I would take off the bottle cap and then I'd get some scissors, uh, carve a hole in it. And then I used to wrap the paper clip around it and then use the bottle as as a container to fill it with soap. Put the, the bottle cap tied to the paper clip inside the um, bo- cup bottle and then i would use it as um a bubble maker or, or what are they called like a bubble or well, i don't know what they're called but uh i would like use it
2: to blow bubbles and i thought that was a lot of fun yeah that's really cool like you know something as simple as that you know a kid finds anything you know hands-on and like something they make very fun and you know they love the same time with it so i think just little things like that um is some, it's like a small change, even a small person could make a big change, you know, someone as small as a kid who doesn't know any better, but they're causing the
0: change. Thank you for listening to the official Diversity Discourse podcast. Either click on the next episode and listen to what we've prepared for you next, or wait until this Sunday for new content. Thanks!